Hello, welcome to the podcast. This podcast is about random shit that we want to talk about this week, and I've decided that this week we're going to talk about video games, because for some odd reason, me and Dan have both been enjoying ourselves playing video games, so I thought, what better topic than what makes video games fun? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's the first time I've got back into gaming for a very long time. I mean, I... I mean, I've always been a bit on PC, dabbling here and there, but that was more for the social side of things. I just enjoy talking to people and just playing the game in the background. Whereas this time, I've been hardcore Spider-Man past month. You've been hardcore fucking Spider-Man in the arse, like every yes, yeah. good gamer. And I have uh, played the three Spider-Man games back to back. Very impressive. I played the first one for maybe about an hour and 40 minutes and went, I enjoy this. I get why people like this. Um, I'm shitted. <laughs> <laughs> and I would rather stream it at some point than just do it on my own. So at some point I'll do that game. But yeah, uh, I've been streaming Power World, which is a game that I did not think I would like. What game is it called? Power World. It's basically Ark meets Pokemon. Right. It's like the biggest thing on Steam at the moment. Um, it's But it's got Pokemon with guns and stuff like that. But it's not a Pokemon game. It's a knockoff, like, Pokemon-like game. Oh, I've but, seen this. I saw some memes about this online. Yeah, it's it's the current big trending game on Twitter, uh, t- uh, Twitch and stuff like that. Because it's been hotly anticipated. I only heard about it, like, maybe last year around December. Or, like... February, uh, not February, October-ish time. And I went, oh, this looks kind of interesting. Um, oh, it's a base builder? Mmm. Don't like base builders. But then I learned a bit more about it. And it basically, what, like, my biggest issue with base builders is building and maintaining and resource managing and all of this stuff. Because I just want to play the game and do the exploration and all the fun stuff. But with those types of games, you just get time sunk into um, managing your base and resources and everything like that. And it just, I don't have the time for that. Yeah, um, I think my biggest problem with Ark is a lot of things about raiding. And that seems to be a lot of fun in the game. And if you don't have that much time to make sure your base is constantly, all the traps always reset and like it makes us always impregnable. Yeah. Then like, it's just, we have friends it's who love fun. base builders and the amount of times that they were constantly like, oh, race has been ba- ba- uh, fucking raided. Let's drop this game and go back to that so we can go and get revenge. And I'm just like, ugh, what a... But this one, the, po- the pals, as they're called, um do most of the resourcing and crafting and all of that. So you just basically go out, catch them, and they have different levels and different stats that apply to what they're good at at doing in the base, and you can improve them. And so you're just free then to leave your base and go and explore, which is what I wanted to be doing, because I kind of like that. I like going collecting the things. I like finding all the little treasures around the map and all the little bits of information and stuff like that. And I time-sunk about 20 hours into it so far. Really? Yeah, I basically played on Saturday for about nine hours and then on Sunday uh, about 12. <laughs> so, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, like, it's just, like, I only have about eight hours of that streamed at the moment on video, but, like, after the streams that I did, I was like, oh, I'll just do a bit more base stuff whilst I, before I go down, and then it was just, like, time, time just went. <laughs> uh, it's buggy as fuck, though, but I, I, this is the thing, because uh, the, I don't like Ark. Ark is one of my least favorite games. I hate it. And it's because it was a buggy piece of shit. And it was just horrible to play. And I just never got around, like, never got in the enjoyment. 
supposedly the remaster or whatever it is of Ark is meant to have fixed a lot of that, but I don't know. I just never enjoy that type of game. Um, but I think just for some odd reason, this one's just clicked with me. And I wanted to kind of explore what it is that we're looking for in games and why we are drawn to certain types of games. Yeah, why does Power World work with you and not Ark? That's a good question. <laughs> I think it is mostly... I've been thinking about it a lot because I don't know why, but my life has just been consumed by this game. Um, I, I can't play it as much as I'd like, mainly because I'm on an Xbox Series S and it runs like absolute garbage. It is on Xbox Game Pass and it's £22 on Steam or something like that. Yeah, and I believe if you play it on Game Pass, because it's on Game Pass, you can play on Xbox and PC. Yes, but my PC is dog shit as well, so... I can't do that. But yeah, I've been playing with our friend, uh, Mike, who's been having a bit of a good go at it. Uh, but yeah, um, I think it was just mainly that I just enjoy collecting stuff. Because I think when I was playing the Tomb Raider games, yeah. the, like rebooted ones, uh, the 2014 to maybe 20, 2019, 2018 releases, there's three of them. I can't remember when the last one came out. I think it was 2019. Um, but those... Those were the only games that I've ever really gone and tried to 100% complete the map. Yeah. Because I was just enjoying that game a lot, and I was enjoying exploring, and I was enjoying finding stuff, and I was just like... Like, it wasn't even subconsciously. It was just like I was going around, and I was just getting distracted and doing things in the map that they would, like, just had around. And then I just looked at the percentage chart, and I was just like, oh, I'm nearly 100% complete. I might as well just do it. Yeah, I think that's... So, for Spider-Man, I've 100% completed all three of those games. And for the first one, it felt like a chore to do. And I mainly did it because I wanted a platinum trophy. And it's, I don't normally go for platinum trophies, but it's just because I look, I saw the trophies were and I realised, oh, they're all very obtainable. Yeah. I want one. <laughs> right. Well, that, was, that was the main reason for it. And then for the following Spider-Man games, the Mars Morales and the second one, I just really enjoyed. Like, the... Because okay, for the first one, you had to complete, I think, 20 crimes in every district as the achievement yep. to 100%, which was such a chore. It was like, it's such a massive thing because I think there's like 10 districts or something. So you have to see 200 crimes. Right. Which is, and each one takes probably about two to five minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you add that up, it just takes a long time. It's very tedious. Yeah, I don't know. Whereas the newer ones, they got rid of that. They scrapped that as one of the requirements. And you can definitely tell they've tried to make everything feel less of a chore. And yeah. I think that is definitely a key to the game. Like, getting rid of all the tedious parts. Yeah. I, I, I also try think, to avoid it. I also think it's fun, because speaking of Tomb Raider, I think in the second one, which is the one I 100% completed the map on, um, it was... I picked... They had, like, little... Like, one of the things that was on the map was just like pick up a pumpkin and throw it in the thing like throw it in like a, a vase or something and it would like a pot but i didn't know that was one of the quests i was just picking them up and trying to throw it in as a fun thing on my own and then as soon as i landed it in and it went one of whatever i was like what <laughs> so i just huh? then went oh that's fun i'll go and complete that it was just like things that i was already doing in the world that suddenly i got a little hit of dopamine that was like keep doing this keep having fun in our game just fucking about like that was what i found really interesting about it it was just like here's the little reward for doing something stupid in our game like something you would never can like put two and two together like picking up like a pumpkin and then throwing it in a vase because you could just do it and it was just like oh they thought about this they had 
care. Like they thought, oh, we have two object interactions. Maybe people will do this. Yeah, I think having rewards is like the biggest thing for gaming. Like, you have to be feel rewarded for doing something. And it's you need that constant dopamine hit, I think, every time you do an activity. And if you start having... I go back, back to chore things again. I don't want to keep going on about it. But this is Destiny as an example, right? Those looters, they have, they have a very fine line to being overly tedious and being enjoyable because they need to have it so it takes a little, a long time to grind for it, but not so bad that you're just never going to get something. Yeah. And I remember the biggest problem for that game I found for ages was getting exotic armor. You had to do a... a um, lo- hey, Danny's back. A uh, lost sector on legendary difficulty or mass difficulty, but yes. you'd have to do it like 10 times, 10, 20 times by yourself. Yes. Just a chance to get, and that is so tedious. And there's no social aspect to that. Then. You've, you've, you've just ruined that aspect of the game. And just yeah. having that, and then you need that gear to do higher activities. So then it becomes a bottleneck. And then it just makes it a massive chore that you just don't yeah. want to do. And then it makes you not want to play the game. There's certainly an aspect that I find that is rewarding when you're playing like one of like a looter shooter and it does have the you got to be on it and play it, but you got to have it not be a drag. Like you you can do that. I'm I'm not a super social person in terms of like playing games. I like to do the solo stuff, but if if the game has like a social aspect, I don't tend to do it. Really? Like, unless it's with close friends. But like, I don't, I don't I go into random bit- lobbies and stuff. And like, that's half of the reason I stopped playing COD was just because I was getting tired of random lobbies and things like that. With like, my friend group's great, but like, I was just getting tired of just the mindless, random repetitiveness of like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Yeah, I always found I would get very bored and multiplayer very quick. I would enjoy the initial grinding of weapons and trying to level up the weapons to get better weapons. See, I don't even enjoy that aspect. Like I've never- I enjoyed that aspect to an extent because it's the same as Destiny where I like grinding for better weapons so I, you know, I do better in the game. <sighs> I understand. And it's at that point- I don't love it as a concept in a game though. Unless it's like a rewarding thing because that's the problem. It's like, oh, I did this and I have, I've just used this gun a lot. Like, I'm a type of person who sticks to like the guns that I find good. I don't like having to go and do like to get a reward, go and use a whole bunch of different guns. Like in Call of Duty. Oh, no, like- no, 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 no. I'm not saying about game proceeding. I always found that a very massive chore. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I've uh, never prestigious gold Call of camos. Duty. I think I got a gold camo once and just to say once again that I had done it as opposed to me consistently doing it. I don't think I did it again. I think a couple of times. Until I stopped playing Call of Duty, I don't think I ever masked, like, worked anything in Call of Duty. Like, I, <laughs> I, I had never leveled up multiplayer. I never leveled up like high enough i've never prestiged and i know people go oh that's just because you're not good and i'm like yeah no i know i'm not good <laughs> but my, <laughs> I'm my shit, Sherlock, but yeah I'm, I'm awful at cod um I but my fun found... was more like the social the gun game and stuff like that yes yeah i way prefer doing custom lobbies on call of duty yeah and you have custom mods and that for me is the most funny thing you've got the slap bet as well out of yeah that. that was a great moment and it was just a really fun social time. And the other thing I really enjoyed in COD, not so related to COD, was zombies back in its prime. And I know you weren't a big fan of zombies. But I didn't I... like... Th- my issue with zombies was more that they got far too complicated. 
They did, do, yeah, they did get too complicated. I will agree with that. Like they became but I like enjoyed... again time sync, which is what I I always prefer. Like it's just like it's not fun to do it if it takes too long. Like if it's a rewarding thing, but like when you get like halfway through a map and then you die, and then it's like, right, we spent two hours on that. Are we gonna do it again? No, there's no reward at the end of that. <laughs> yeah, so I never enjoyed just doing endless rounds. I never found that fun. I got, I got very bored of that. What I more enjoyed was doing the Easter eggs and then trying to do the, the final boss fights, which in a way is kind of similar to Dungeons and Destiny. Like, they're not that unsimilar. No. It's a very similar experience. I do enjoy the why. Dungeons and Destiny. Yeah, I, I, w- I want to do more raids and more dungeons. I want to do the new dungeons, but I just need better gear. I just need better friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I carry you a lot on Destiny. I know. It was the other way around a long time ago. But I don't have the time or the like stuff to do Destiny to what I want to do it at. I invested my time in Destiny a while ago for my armor. So my armor's kind of held up this entire time. Yeah. Like, Which is why I'm better mine, in game activities. <laughs> mine's garbage. <laughs> Mainly because I haven't found... Well, I have guns that I like, but... I don't have the mods and things and armor and everything that gives you the stats that make them good. Yeah, well, I need now. And also they fucked but... my entire build because of the um, solar subclass changing. So my like whole strategy was basically I had infinite healing because I could just jump, drop down, jump, drop down. And my armor, my wings basically held me up in the air. So I could basically jump up, hover, stay where I am, shoot. And then drop if I'm getting shot at and get health. And yeah. I think Destiny is now reaching to a point, and it's another thing I think a lot of games struggle with, is choosing which fans to stay loyal to. Do you stay loyal to the diehard fans that there's few, but they spend a lot of hours and a lot of money in the game? Or do you spend more time and resources dedicated to the casual fans who don't play on a regular interval you need casual spend probably less money into the game each but there's a lot more of them with a live service you need casuals call of duty lives by casuals like it probably does but but that is back uh, to destiny again i don't think destiny's doing no, that very no, much yeah. i mean i think they're going back to it now but well th- this is the thing because yes you can have a load of people um like who are diehard dedicated fans like me and you we're not super diehard we sit probably in the middle we're like yeah we love it we're We're not like casuals we haven't we've not missed a season well we haven't missed like a dlc and we haven't come back to it like years later i've been playing since 2016 when it released um like the first one at least um and i've bought loads of stuff i've probably spent maybe over two grand on destiny since it launched just in merchandising games like dlcs um i'm not, not quite that much but i have spent a lot yeah no i'm not saying mine's to brag or anything it's a sad amount of money to spend but <laughs> i enjoyed the game at the time and i do enjoy the game still like i get i went i always go back to destiny this is the thing i always claws me back in um whereas i know a lot well, of no- people don't get clawed back in and i think it is because it just continuously makes it harder and harder to st- join yeah i mean i want to change the subject off destiny because i want to talk about more games in general yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we, can, we can do that but there's only one thing i quickly want to mention because i saw it recently um allegedly sony is now putting another game studio towards helping out the final shape oh that's interesting yeah i think it's uh they haven't said which one it is but rumors think it's the one that did or doing the spider-man ports to please pc okay interesting yeah. but that's that's the so, thing because um let's go on to like sony because i like sony's game library more because it's a solo experience 
Yeah, Sony has definitely had a wave of exclusives for many years, and it's very obvious that is that move that is the USP, right? But I mean, along with Nintendo, they both do very good exclusives have, yeah. in a very different market. Yeah, they they they're both in. They've carved out their own path, and they've both excelled in it to an, like a really large extent. And it's because they've done both casual and hardcore, and like like they've done it very well. Because Nintendo's never been um, about hardcore gamers. They're they're more like... No, I think at one point they tried to be with the Wii U. I guess, yeah, that was their attempt. That was their attempt, and it it just flopped. Like, no one wanted it. And then they went back to sort of the Switch design, because that's clearly the more sociable friends. Yeah, their biggest issue with the Nintendo Wii U was that people didn't know it was an upgrade. Like, they thought it was an upgrade to the Wii. Yeah, like something add on, add on extra. Yeah, like you just bought the tablet. You didn't need to buy the actual other console. Um, and that muddied the waters. And then they didn't have third-party support. Nintendo was relying solely on their first-party lineup. But their first-party lineup only works if they have other people's games to bolster it, essentially. Because my biggest issue with the Switch... Like, I know the Switch has big, fancy games, Mario Kart... Um, Mario games, Zelda games, uh, Metroid games, but I don't tend to play them because they're not my type of games. I'm like, I use it more for the indie side um, or like the smaller games I could pick up and go. Um, like just that aspect of, oh, it's it's a portable indie game thing, like what the Steam Deck is, but the Steam Deck's more focused towards like higher end games um, and stuff like that, which I think is a good appeal. I think once the yeah. technology, once more competitors and everyone stuck, because there are a lot of competitors coming out of the woodworks to try and compete with that, because they've seen that I, market. I do think streaming will be the way forward in the future for I, games and handhelds. I think it has to be, because people want AAA games on handhelds. Yes. Like people, people really want that, but it's incredibly hard to do, and if you want it done well, it's very expensive. Yes. Um, Apple's so, trying to do it with their current iPhone, aren't they? Yeah, I think streaming has to be the way forward. And that's another thing, right? P- people do these portable consoles. And uh, think of the DS. The DS is basically dead now because it does everything your mobile would do. It's also what the Switch does. They, they the killed Switch their own hardware yeah. because they basically... But you've got, Nint- uh, you've got Sony's portal thing, which is the streaming only... Um, yeah, handheld. that's what I was trying to bring up about this. So the portal is an interesting device. It's so weird. It's such a weirdly niche thing. <laughs> It's so, yeah, it's I a want very it, niche thing. I want it. <laughs> I don't know why. But I think some people... No, but that's the point. It is a niche thing. I don't think it, it is a thing that they've invested a lot of money in. No, it's too... Uh, it's a dual shock cut in half strapped to a screen. Yeah, and it's very odd. And I think it seems to be more of testing the waters, I think. Yeah, because they've had oh. successes with... Well, they, they, they've struggled to compete with Nintendo in handheld. They have. And the thing is, Sony have... Apart from the PSP, the PSP originally did the so PSP well. The PSP did really well. The Vita struggled again because it didn't get third party. Like, their yes, first party Vita stuff... Vita struggled people... for a few reasons. But the thing is... The... Did you also, Vita? they sold... Huh? Yeah, I owned both. The Vita was such a nice experience, though, of using it. I liked the Vita. Having... I really enjoyed my Vita. I still have mine somewhere. Like, the technology on the Vita was by far the best thing I've ever experienced in a handheld. Yeah. 
I mean, the thing is, I mean, to me, you had the, the two touchpads, right? Some of the games that were actually interactive with that on like, the touchscreen on both yeah. sides, I loved. Yeah. It was like, just like emerging the interactivity. And I think the Vita just mainly failed because of the games, though, really. It was just no, there's just nothing supporting it. Yeah. Sony gave up and then no third party developers. Like, it was ahead of its time, I'd imagine, because it was trying to be a AAA like high-end games console handheld before studios knew what to do and how to work AAA high-end games consoles handheld yeah um i reckon if sony did bring out another one it would do reasonably well i the problem with sony is that they're they need to have it match up to sony ps5 which is very difficult to do Whereas Nintendo gets the luxury of, oh yeah, we're Nintendo, so we have lower like graphical standards. Yeah, I mean, think it's like what like the point of Nintendo now looks like what like PS4 Pro or something or the Switch. Even not if even that, like not even that, but like, they can have maybe that, sort of, like, that upgrade. Free... And everyone's like, oh, it's so amazing. It's like well, it's like anything, but nobody cares because Nintendo are their own thing. Yeah, like Apple in a way, they, but they just don't see competition. No, they they are their own thing. Yeah. They they appeal to everyone. Like they just yeah, they okay. just like I never thought I'd get a switch, and the only reason I got a switch was because it was cheap, <laughs> uh, yeah. and I was just like, well, I want to play some of Nintendo's games. I want to do Mario Kart. I want to do um, some other stuff on there, and I, it was just like, yeah, I mean. I want to give them a go. I think it'd be fun to stream them at some point. Stuff like that. I did a stream of Pokemon because um, I like Pokemon. And the current gen of Pokemon look fun. But I think I still have issues with them. Um, so it was just more or less that. Um, but whatever games do you like? What, what's your main genre that you play? Well, that's 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 a... Uh, I, it, there's two different sides. There's two sides of this coin. Number one, I love solo player games. Yes. That's not a shame. I, I always have and i know a mate of ours hates it right so i can understand why some people wouldn't like it but to me it's like just a really long film that you're you're part of and then you get more invested in the story my favorite game of all time is a single player game well yeah so i was gonna just you know probably say the four biggest franchises that sony have made in the last decade be the last of us god of war horizon zero dawn and spider-man and uncharted Uncharted, no, okay. Uncharted sells massively. Just because you haven't played them doesn't make them. No, that. but I mean, like, I feel like we're at the tail end of Uncharted. Take Spider-Man out because that's a franchise that's big without Sony. True, but I mean, like, the Spider-Man games have also done really well. Yeah, because like, it's Spider-Man. Ones. Yeah, but Th- like, the that's games, because like... it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man will sell. You're not, you're not Spider-Man wrong, is the still... biggest profitable superhero ever. You can't just like it would sell <laughs> gangbusters if it was on other platforms. It's still Sony. It's yeah, still Sony's. I know, but I'm just saying you take so- that. Like, take it out of the you, equation. You take Spider-Man out. <laughs> Sony's selling the only version of Spider-Man. Yeah, but like if Sony put it on other platforms, it would sell even better. <laughs> they probably would. I mean, all of them. Would they probably made all their money back on like the next one because it went on to PC. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, all of them. Oh, another another one Sony made PS4. I loved was Detroit Become Human. I want to play that, but I, I I just don't have the patience. Well, it's one of those games. It's it's just like a story game. Like, there's nothing. I forgot what those are called. Uh, choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know what they're called like, in terms of gaming, but interactive. I really enjoyed that. I don't normally enjoy the kind of things. I never enjoyed the Telltale games, but that story I just thought was really good. Yeah, I think me and, and you are both very story driven type of game yeah and same with destiny i really love destiny i love the the destiny story story. i cannot follow it for the life of me because it it's so difficult now it is so difficult to follow i i have been really tempted to watch a four-hour video 
on the story of destiny I've, and i have seen I've, some some parts of it and it's just i find it so intriguing i'm so invested in it i really want sony to make a movie of the golden age i agree or actually no i think a tv show of the golden age would be better a tv show or a movie or, or just something before your character gets introduced because then they have no limitations of like retelling the same story but they have such a rich world beforehand and it'd be very interesting to see what happens and stuff like that and you can do you can have characters that you've only heard I mean, that's of probably why sony bought bungie <laughs> That is one of the reasons that is they did state that is one of, they want to make uh more like because they're doing loads of movies and TV shows they've done The Last of Us they've done Uncharted they did. Um, Do you feel like Sony is working up to their own streaming service? They have their own streaming service. They have Crunchyroll. We're well, not Crunchyroll. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but I'm but, surprised that Sony doesn't have one. But I feel like at some point they may do one for all. I would hope like if Sony does it, they add it to PlayStation Plus. I don't. Because I, don't I think call it PS Plus. I think they call it I, Sony something. But. I know, but I think they should add it to PlayStation Plus as a subscription. Because I think their biggest issue is selling it to people. But if it is added on to PlayStation Plus, it is an easier sell. Yeah, I think the way they could do it is I think maybe put up the price of PS Premium and add it to Premium. Yeah, keep bulk because standard. Premium right now is kind of useless to be honest. Yeah. Unless you want to play retro games, there's, there's no point. Yeah. That that was what I was thinking as well, because you got to go... Or you want demos. You want demos, but even then, like, do you really want demos on most games? <laughs> like, there's so many... Li- there's so many in the library of PlayStation. Well, the, I think the big appeal of Game Pass is it gives people the opportunity to play a game that they're uncertain about without having to shell out 40 to 60 pound. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And it gives, like, easier access to, like... But then so does PlayStation Plus pre... Uh, extra yeah at that point i use the extra one yeah to me that's i dropped down to extra because i wasn't using the full benefits of um premium yeah so i think yeah if you had premium with the sony streaming service i, I would definitely go for that. yeah it, that's that's my point it's like you got to get value for money and i don't think people would like sony's library of movies is such a scattershot thing let's get off of this topic quickly but i just want to quickly point out that you got like the spider-man movies you got those and most of them go to netflix because they don't want to have to shell out the... oh, i guess sony has just a deal with netflix don't yeah they? but they also have a, a deal with disney but they just don't want to have to host everything and do all of that but i think if they did do their own streaming service they need to put in a big front for value for money and that would just be putting it on playstation plus because people who have consoles would just have it already and it would just be like here's an added benefit here's yeah, our yeah. entire library of movies and then people would be like oh sick okay now i'm paying for playstation plus it would get more people on maybe even but anyway back to games yeah, anyway, so solo games I love. I, I've always loved. And uh, then the other one What's I What's your really favorite enjoy, solo game of all time? Of all time. Or, or like, well, yeah, like, what's your favorite sort of... As a child, it was Taz Wanted. I don't know what that is. It's like a Looney Tunes game. It wasn't a, it wasn't a massive game. Oh, well, the Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, but it was more like a puzzle kind of game. Right. It was, more, it was like, well, kind of puzzles to it. I replayed it recently on Emulator. It was a lot easier now than I remember it being. I do remember playing it when I was like before 10 years old. Though, so. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed that. That was, my, that was my first time I got so invested in a game. My favorite PS1 game of that era was, I think it was Pandemonium. Um, it's like a weird jester type game and it's like a side-scrolling platformer. And I'm looking at screenshots now and it looks horrible. <laughs> but I just remember it being like <laughs> really, really fucking challenging and fun. And then now, 
most recently in my oh, I can get it on decade Steam. of my life. I've loved the Steam? Batman games. I never gelled with the Batman games, to be honest. Do you know what game I did gel with, which has the same combat system, sort of? It's the Shadow of War um, Lord of the Rings game. I've never played that. It's got basically the same combat, um, but you're just set in Lord of the Rings, and it's um, got the Nemesis system, which is basically... The more you fuck up the enemies, they can come back and they have hierarchy. So if they get stronger, they can then take down the next level and they progress higher and higher. And the more times you kill the same guy, he comes back stronger and stronger with less of the weaknesses. Oh, really? I got fucked because I basically killed one guy so many times he basically became unkillable. Except unless I was stabbing him or something. And it was just like, I can't get close to this guy because he was too powerful. So I basically haven't finished the game because I made a guy too strong. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then Spider-Man's, of course, I've loved recently. I also really enjoyed uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Although I'm still not played the third one. That is the third one. That's what I meant. Yeah, Rise the of the, the Tomb Raider is the second one. Rise uh, to Tomb I liked. Rise. I loved Rise. Rise is the second one. That is the one I 100% completed. The only reason, right, I've never finished Shadow at the time was because my PC wasn't powerful enough to run Shadow. Yeah. Uh, own Shadow. But then I went on, play- on, PC- on PlayStation, but I much prefer using a keyboard and mouse for the archery. No, that's and then- understandable. I like having the triggers for archery. I find Destiny's because bow and I- arrow stuff with a, tr- uh, con- like a controller so much nicer. I played the Tomb Raiders when I had COVID <laughs> in 2021. So I was off work for like a week because I couldn't go to work. So I just played Tomb Raider for a week. They are the only games that I have bought day one and then, well, apart from the Last of Us series. Actually, no, the first Last of Us I never actually bought until like years later because I'd watched PewDiePie play it and really fell in love with it. And then I finally bought it when I got a PS4 um, and it went on and I bought it and then I got, um, I played it all through and I was just like, yeah, no, this still holds up. Like, it's still great. Still love it. Um, then I've bought the remastered. Um, I have a signed copy of the game from Troy Baker, uh, the voice of Joel. Um, and I absolutely despise that TV show because I I get why people love it, but it is not the game, and I can't I can't separate the two. Yeah, and then uh, well, I think the main reason I enjoyed all those is just for the story. All right, yes. the stories, not all of them, have been brilliant. I loved them all. I'm surprised you haven't played The Last of Us. Like fully, I know you've no, now watched the TV show, but <laughs> I haven't finished watching. I haven't finished watching it either. Um, I enjoyed the initial story of The Last of Us. What? Because I, I played the PS4 one. I just didn't like the combat system on the guns. Uh, play the remaster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the remaster is the PS2, but uh, the the Last of Us Part Two and that has a much more like I I give you that. The one thing that is bad about The Last of Us is the combat because it's third person clunkiness is very apparent yeah, it feels really because it's just basically up because it's a ps3 game moved to ps4 and then nothing was really changed about the combat it was just the graphics but then mm. the ps5 remaster basically gives it the the last of us part two's combat which is much more fluid and much more um like nice it feels like a modern third person shooter um and it's got yeah so if you're gonna play, I'll I'll let you borrow my um account and you can. Well, it's on game, but it's on PS Plus yet. Nah, of it, course not. It's they're not Xbox, Dan. They don't have billions of dollars to. You're just true. They, to they, lose. Make, they make the money first and then they put it on. Yeah, 
because it's just like cat like the people who are going to play it are going to play it day one um and then the people who are more casual and pick it up later you can probably get it when it comes out on pc because it will come out on pc at some point no but pc ports are always shite <laughs> yeah did you see what happened to the last of us part two on uh pc <laughs> I imagine it, went re- it was really bad. Look at the um, look up Last of Us PC port, um, and you'll just see the horrible. I don't think Naughty Dog did it though. I think another third party did it. No, they, no, most of them they don't because they work on the next one. Yeah, well, Naughty Dog has a lot more free time now because they stopped the development of the multiplayer for that game, which I wasn't. I I I know there was a die-hard fan base for the first game's multiplayer, but. I never played it. I didn't even know there was. I always forgot there was a multiplayer aspect to The Last of Us. Um, oh, yeah. Just like pictures like look at Joel's face on low settings. It's like really bad. Yeah. I think it's just really laggy as well. Yeah. Um, oh. and so, yeah, that talks about single player games. And then the other game that I've played most of my hours on is Rocket League. Yes. I wanted to ask you, what was it? Because I know you initially hated Rocket League. I hated Rocket League because I was bad at it. Right. Was it just... And to be fair, I wasn't necessarily all bad at it. Part of it wasn't really my fault. So for some reason, I don't know why, my PS4 had insane latency when I was playing it. No, it's, it's, I think it's TV uh, V-Sync. It may have been the TV, whatever. The, the, when because I was playing my, on my PS4, James on my parents' TV. James hates playing around mine because for some reason, when I... Well, like. There's there was VSync with um, my PS5 and the TV, so there was a lag between the input and the thing. Um, but it was mainly because game mode was turned off, so it was just like, oh yeah. But it's now fixed. But that's so, just- so yeah. When I when I originally had it, I I could not hit the ball, and much I tried, I could not do it regularly ever. Oh, I can't hit the ball when I have fucking DC <laughs> everything. I'm just bad um, at the game. I've never said then- I'm good at the game. Like I have my moments. I was still- <laughs> So I was still bad at it, and then I decided to download it on my PC during COVID, and it's because me and my mate, he was on Xbox, and it's one of those games that you could just play crossplay, mm-hmm. and we're both into really into football. Yep. And can't relate. Yeah, you can't relate. That's probably one of the reasons I'm really into it, is because of football. Fair. So the, when I got more into Rocket Would you League, like real life Rocket League? <laughs> Would you I like to see... I think it's because... Right, I'm into. Fo- I, I was going to say Christian Bale. That's not right. Um, what's his face from who was at Tottenham? Who was in the England team? Gareth Bale. Yes, that guy. The Welsh guy. <laughs> yes, him. Um, would you like to see him driving a car with Jeff like rockets on and smashing? That would be quite funny. I think Rocket League is the closest game to football that there is. Not FIFA. <laughs> no, fair enough. I don't think FIFA is actually that, that close to football. Well, yeah, not it's the full of heavy microtransactions and. Well, no, but also, when you pass in FIFA, you press X. Right. When you pass in Rocket League, you actually X have to on move a, your car. Uh, a PlayStation or X on a Xbox? X on a PlayStation. Yeah. To but, jump. Okay, it's, so you've, got, you've got one button to pass it. On Rocket League, it's a lot more difficult to pass the ball. Yeah. And that's what my thing is. It's more like football because it's actually like steering it. It's the closest thing I think I've played on PC ever that's to a sport. <laughs> When it couldn't be any further in terms of visuals and everything else. No, 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 no. But I'm, I'm one about like just the mentality, skill-wise, the mentalities. Like the actual buttons on Rocket League is very simple. X. Like there's no combos you have to worry about. There's no actual knowledge behind the game. Yeah. Like compared to Destiny, you need to think everything about the game, like everything you need to know about it. Or like in Dota, another 
esport. There's a lot you need to know about the game. There's a lot more of a knowledge base, more strategy. Mm. Rocket League is just skill. There's nothing else to it. Nah, there's some bullshit. <laughs> there's bullshit. Okay, no, 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 there's always <laughs> bullshit. But like, to to me, it is. I, I don't know any other game that's similar to a sport as that. Maybe like racing games like similar because it's still racing. If you have a racing virtual set. table tennis. But <laughs> apart from that, I I don't know a game like it. I would imagine VR I'm, tennis is very similar to regular tennis. <laughs> and I think that's what makes me really sad about Rocket League because at the moment they've really messed up all the rankings. Yeah, I haven't played Rocket League in ages. So I'm sure like um, James has been saying a lot about how James has not played. Play. I haven't seen him on. Hmm? I haven't seen James on for ages. No, but I think that's the thing. I've, I've kind of stopped playing it to an extent because it's so fucked. Yeah. This is the thing. Like, you will... You'll play two games against people who are like, oh, your level. And you'll be like, okay, I've had a decent game here. And then next game, you'll go against someone who's incredibly good. Like, they should, they should not be against you because they can just do all these mechanics that you can't do. And it's not as simple as, like, oh, you're not good enough. Because when you're playing competitive, the whole point is you're meant to go people with similar skill level to you. They need to do what Call of Duty does and um, put you into lobbies full of shit people. And then you go and blitz them. And then it goes, ah... You're ha- like you're doing well, and you're having fun, and then it puts you into a match where you get absolutely wrecked, and then it goes, well, we'll put you back into a lobby where you just dominate. Do you know that Call of Duty has um yeah yeah like fucked lobbies because um it basically tracks your like they have a, s- a system to keep people playing for ages because it basically goes put you in a lobby really easy for the first couple. This isn't fully, like, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't tell you exactly what it is. Uh, I don't know if they still do it, but I imagine they do. But it basically goes really easy, difficult, then we go really easy again so that people keep going in that loop of they feel like they're improving and then they get, they have a bad game and they go up and then it's just to keep people playing for ages. Half of the reason I stopped playing because I was just like, I don't care. I've I I liked Call of Duty for ages um like it was the game that i'd always go i need to buy it every year and then i just kind of went i'm not gonna buy the next one <laughs> and i haven't yeah bought- i don't i don't know what they're doing with it, it i think I it's think all the franchises i just doesn't need a game every year yeah i think if call of duty did what like um maybe every two years they could because their development cycle is weird because they have three different studios working on it. I don't know if they still do. They did. It's fucked. Yeah. It's, I think this year there's no Call of Duty, isn't there? No, that was meant to be last year. It was meant to be last year, was it? Yeah, last year they were meant to have no Call of Duty. That's why Modern Warfare 3 sucks so much because they gave them like half the time to build it. <laughs> yeah, I think games need a lot longer to build nowadays. Yeah. Um, are you looking forward to GTA 6? Um, no. No? Not even no, for the social really. aspect? I never got into Call of Duty. I missed GTA. Like, I, I missed the, the hype for it, GTA. Yeah. I don't love GTA I, 5, to be honest. Like, I, I, I enjoy what I ever, played. I only ever enjoyed, like, the custom jobs. Like, the doing races and stuff. Yeah. But that's... that's but I, th- I found the racing on Call of Duty, which is quite really fun. Because it's, like, Call of Duty. Golf, racing. Oh, GTA. Because <laughs> yeah. I was looking at the next Call of Duty stuff, what they are. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't know. I I never gelled. Like I like the story aspect of GTA Five, um, and GTA Four and all of that. Um, the 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 multiplayer stuff because it was just full of hackers and people just being cunts, and f- full of children just being like the most annoying pieces of shit that you could ever imagine. And I was just like, yeah, this is why I don't like games. Kids, 
Kids are fucking... Yeah. Stop letting kids play 18 plus games. I know I was a kid. Kids have too much time to play it. Yeah, but I was a kid who played 18 plus games, but I still didn't fucking go around and fuck people off. Kids nowadays and kids then were fucking twats. <laughs> like, imagine you're just like, you've finally gone and learned like what boobs are and you go on the internet and you fu- start fucking asking any woman you know to show her your tits and stuff like that. Like, what a fucking cunt child does that? Because it's the anonymity. I always believe it's just the anonymity of the internet and people not having to worry about facing any consequences because that's just the culture around Call of Duty. <laughs> like, Call of Duty is just known to be the most toxic, like, and Dota and all of these, like, ones. I'm, I'm Rocket League, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but Rocket League doesn't have voice chat. <laughs> It does now. Does it? But yeah. it's not between teams, is it? It's just uh, internal, isn't it? It's just internal, but it's still very toxic internal. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't do it if you're not playing with friends. I mean, that was no, just people do it. People, some people do it. Yeah, but people. Are... I've turned off, so I, I don't know. I don't have it. I, I have. I, I forgot that. Yeah. <sighs> but what was your most? I think, um... Is Rocket League your favorite multiplayer game? Because mine's Destiny. Uh oh, that's a good question. Because my favorite games for, in terms of genre, well, in terms of multiplayer and single player, Last of Us Part 1 and Part 2 are my favorite games, uh, single player. Then it's followed by uh, the Tomb Raider series, that trilogy of games. Then it's followed by Bioshock. I think of multiplayer games two different genres. Right. Or does it have to? Because to me, Destiny is more of a long-term game. A commitment. Uh, where you put in like long sessions into it. Yep. Whereas Rocket League, I can play for like half an hour, 40 minutes very easily. It's a pop-in and play game. Yeah, a pop-in and play. So I think it was very different. I don't think I can say I prefer one over the other. Uh, if I had the whole time in the whole day, I would want to play Destiny. Or if I had it in a short time in the day, I'd want to play Rocket League. And that's basically it really it, it, it's not really one's favorite over the other fair like when you say favorite it's just like what like i i always forget like i should never say favorite i should always just say what's your like top five top three like interchangeable games that you always yeah because that, that, uh, that's a better question because you you put so much pressure on people when you say favorite like i know my so de- you, can't, I, you can't pick a favorite no i you know i know you, i know my definitive ones because i i yeah. i've decided i i chose these as soon as I played them, they were like, it's like my favorite, like the only thing I have is like favorite movie, very difficult because again, I do what you do and I categorize them by genre and stuff like that. Favorite superhero movie, yeah. Iron Man. Favorite animated superhero movie, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Favorite, um, just casual movie, like that I watch whenever, uh, is like The Gentleman. <laughs> like these sorts. Yeah. So you have these different things right and you, you can't you can never pick one no. over the best but yeah you should uh, yeah but I, I i really want there to be a new bioshock game because i really enjoyed infinite um like that's that is one of my favorite games of all time um and i, I just missed that sort of game because it was such a fun game like i i i had to keep like my biggest issue was i hadn't got i didn't have time and i just it was on the ps3 when I was doing it, but this was between the switch. I started playing it between the switch of PS3 and PS4. So mm-hmm. I jumped onto the PS4 and I hadn't gone back. But I was like, no, I'm determined because I had so much fun playing this. And I just kept going back. Um, and I finally completed it ages ago. But it was just like, whoo. Ah, here's something I wanted to ask just before we wrap up. Uh, what have been some of your favorite moments gaming? Favorite moments gaming. Okay emotional moment one that uh, hit me the most 
Mm-hmm. Spoiler, when the game came out in 2014, so spoiler anyway, or 2017, sorry, uh, when Spider-Man Aunt May's death. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, that that one hit me emotionally. Um, pure, just a feeling of accomplishment. Probably completing the first, or completing a dungeon in Destiny when you've spent so long on it and you kind of suck at it. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to that. And we did our first dungeon together, of, right? Or did you finish one without? I don't. I, honestly, I don't remember the first dungeon. I'm pretty sure we did it together. I, I know think we've it was done Pit of Heresy. Two or three dungeons. I think Pit of Heresy was our first one. Maybe. No, it definitely. No, was. it was Pit of Heresy was the first one, wasn't it? That's a that's a that's a that's a raid, not a dungeon. Oh right, yeah. No, I'm talking about dun- raids. I don't think the raid was as enjoyable because it wasn't just us. True. There were some other random people with us when we did that raid. No, we had. We had a group. Oh, no, we did a wheel. We had a wheel, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I really did enjoy that moment, but I don't think I was as into Destiny. You weren't me yet. <laughs> no, I got way more into it in Destiny 2. I have had to struggle to get people into Destiny. <laughs> like, I have clawed so many people to go, come on. Get, like, I've tried. I've tried. It is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh, such a commitment for people, and people aren't willing to put that commitment in. Like, I I've even tried to put my girlfriend into Destiny, and she can't even play games. Yeah. It's such a difficult thing, and it's it's such an annoyance because it's such a social thing. But our friends just are doing other things, which I I understand. Like you do your own game. I think we, we need to start getting into just we. D- the, this uh, is the problem. Our group, <laughs> our group doesn't have a game that has gripped everyone together recently because not for a long time. No, because it was Call of Duty. Because you and me, everyone were like, Call of Duty was like, ah, we go... Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3 was the... Like, Black Ops 4 tried, but no, Black Ops... Yeah, Black Ops 3 was the game that basically got every one of our group together and committed. You and me have both moved away from Call of Duty, and our other friends have basically moved... Not moved on from COD, but basically, some of them are still CODs. Some of them have gone off to base builder games and stuff like that, and... PC and everything like that and it's basically split everyone to different genres and people are just doing other things now but there is no game that everyone likes and if there is a game that everyone likes it tends to have a limiter and by that I mean it's just like the finals that came out recently was a game that you me and some of our friends like but it's only free player yeah destiny most of the time unless you're doing a raid is a free person game it is, yeah. It's very difficult to find a game that's massive multiplayer friend group except Call of Duty. The thing is, I know we're not a fan of baseball games, but if if we can all find one that we all enjoy... I think you should give Power World a go. I'm a, no, I'm, 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 I am, because I want to find a new multiplayer game. So I'm willing to try new things, and it's free on Game Pass, so I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'll add you to my world, and I'll get some people... Because I just want to give, I I'll edit. I'll probably be next weekend or something. But yeah, things I, I said I want. I want those kind of games. That so when I was younger, my, when I was into Minecraft, my dream was to have a Minecraft server with just all of us on, like all my friends on, like everyone. And it'd be, I've be so never cool enjoyed playing Minecraft. I've enjoyed watching people play it. I did enjoy. I it. think I used to I enjoy think it, it's but m- I, I I more enjoyed Redstone and Command Blocks. I'll tell you why I don't enjoy that anymore. It's because my job now is electronic and software engineering. <laughs> Fair. Which is what Redstone and Command Blocks are. Hey, look, so- there are those people who play, <laughs> who drive trucks and then go and play Truck Simulator. <laughs> I, that's mental to me. So, yeah, my mindset is why would I play this on Minecraft when I can literally design it in real life and it's a much better feeling to do it in real life. Hmm? So that, um, that's my argument. Is like I, I, I just don't want to play Minecraft because I could just make something. Fair. <laughs> 
I think that and it's kind of ruined it for me. But yeah, I think we're just got we're we're in a stage where the problem with games is more that there's that everything's too expensive or the small indie st- like I want to get everyone to play Lethal Company. But uh, which one's that one again? It's the one where you're basically going into um, building like a. You're well, going, yeah, yeah. Wait. You're basically going oh, and getting so scrap, and then you're going and putting it in the ship. But there's loads of monsters and different levels and things like that, and it looks fun as hell. But I don't have a. This is the problem. I don't have a decent PC, and if it would just run like shit, and it's not on consoles, and it's not cross-platform. If it was on consoles, so that is the biggest issue because our group is split pc and playstation and xbox um it's such a difficult thing to tie everything together yeah i think everyone's slowly walking to pc though eventually no i'll stay with playstation but i'll just pop on you're gonna buy a new pc i'm gonna you buy it no, no i'm before, buying that more before, for, okay no in context like before we put the podcast danny was like, i'm buying a new pc this year i, I am care. buying a new pc one because my pc is from like 2017 it's like seven years old at this <laughs> yeah. point Two, I want to be able to stream my Xbox, P- Nintendo, and PlayStation onto. It's nothing to do with playing games. I want to be able to stream properly and have like an ulterior for my fucking Xbox stuff to be able to play on. Like, it's it's an alternative. It's not switching to PC because I don't like. But I mean, switch to PC because I still have a my PS5. Yeah, I'll still be more. But I mean, I'll it'd be useful to have all of us yes, to have I'll a have gaming a, PC yeah. so we can play these type of games. Yeah. But I'll keep my PlayStation and stuff because I like Sony's offerings. This is why, like, the only reason I got an Xbox was because of the exclusive rights of Microsoft owning Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice Two or whatever it's called, um, and I want to play that game. And I needed a con- I needed something in the interim between buying a PC and getting um, my like stuff set up. And it's not out yet, so it's a wasted purchase. But I have been able to play Power World on it, so it's fine. But it runs like absolute garbage on there. Yeah, because the S is quite shit, isn't it? The S is horrible. I don't know what the fuck Microsoft was thinking with the S. It's I think they're thinking it more as a streaming console. That the idea was that you pay for the Game Pass Ultimate and then you can stream games onto it. I'm not paying for Game Pass. I think that was a mindset. Yeah, but it just it. So I'll tell you my little setup that I had because I was streaming this game for over three hours at a time, basically. Um, and so. On the first, like the game is in early access, so it's buggy as shit, regardless. But on the Xbox Series S, it deteriorates the longer you play it because the console itself got very, very fucking warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's basically just like, oh, the more you go and make the map and all of this and just everything, it just like my sound cut out. Uh, like, I know this is early access, so I'm not pinning all of the blame on the Series S, but. The cli- I think because we tried to do multiplayer and I think mm. the servers are host like host servers rather than like yeah so host yeah. yeah so the issue that I think the Xbox Series S isn't capable of hosting <laughs> because mm. it's too much <laughs> processing power for it to handle whilst playing the game that's already graphically taxing so oh, does that mean someone's got to make a host PC again <laughs> Well, the problem is that I've already got like 10 plus hours in, like 20 plus hours into it. So I'd end up having to, I don't mind like the amount of times, but like I was gonna, if I wasn't the one hosting it and I was aware of the issues beforehand, I wouldn't have hosted it. But I also, it doesn't have, um, at the moment, at least you have to have the person who's hosting on and it's a game that you can't leave idle. 
So basically, it's got. I mean, it's, it's still a new game, isn't it? It's yeah. still a new game. Um, but I think you can buy server stuff, and then you can set up a server where, like, as long as like thirty-two people can play it, not going to happen. But there's, I think it's up to four minimum host server, so you can at least get four people in it. Anyway, we have been talking for over an hour. Yes, which is we had the longest episode for a while, and uh, I've not anything to say. So. I would say thank you very much for listening, everyone. Leave your favorite games in the comments and tell us what you enjoy about gaming. Because I'd generally yeah, be interested what, to what know. What makes gaming special to you? Yeah, what makes it, what makes a game like interesting? What makes you play a game? Like, I'd generally be interested to know what other people like. Do you find our takes weird? <laughs> I probably. I yeah. they probably say shut the fuck up about yesterday. We've heard enough about it now. Yeah, we do talk about it a lot, but it's because we <laughs> like. It. Even though it's dying and it's struggling to keep. People. It is dying, but the final shape will revive it. I already know it will. Oh yeah, people will come back for that because it's the end, essentially. Yeah. And everyone loves an end. Like people have no fucking clue what's going on <laughs> because, like, I don't know what's going on, and I've played the game. I do. I think before the final shape comes out, I need to find like I know a cha- I know channels that do lore videos. Like my name is Bife is the one I watch. Um, yeah, you watch them too. And, and you need to get an actual loadout. Yes. That would be useful. I need to have time to do that, though. And book time off and do a loadout. No, because I've only got on holiday this year. That's my time off. No, Destiny. It's your life. It was for a good fucking few years. And then I had a life outside of Destiny. And I was like, it keeps bringing me back. Because the final <laughs> shape is going to introduce the Red Death. And I love that gun. It, it, I, Danny's going to be sweating that game again He's gonna I don't have to sweat one. that game because the yeah. the thing is the first thing in the battle pass it is yeah so I'll be able to get that straight away and then I'll be able to be untouchable again like I was in Destiny 1 but anyway we'll wrap it up here we'll say goodbye we'll say thank you again do leave like comment subscribe do all of that shit rate us on podcasting apps I don't know how any of this works <laughs> I don't have Apple, I so I can years, never. So. I can only ever see the co- like if we get comments on Apple because I have to go into the Apple like podcast hosting thing, and I don't do that because it just gets all up- uploaded automatically, and I'm just like, Ugh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so leave a comment wherever it is, and I'll try and find it. Best place to do it is YouTube <laughs> because I know how to get them. <laughs> right. All right. See ya. Bye. <laughs>